Check, check, check. One, two, one, two. How's everybody doing out there? This is Craddy with Live and Direct. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I talked to a band called The Routine out of San Diego. They've been together for a few years. They have a new album coming out in a couple months. We're going to preview some of that album uh, exclusively right after the interview, so stay tuned. It's five guys. They're a band. They play kind of a funk rock thing. But they're a real interesting group, and uh, they have a lot of cool things to say. So check them out. This is The Routine on Live and Direct. What's up, guys? How's it going? Hey, how you doing, man? <laughs> Good. How are you doing? Thanks for doing this interview. Yeah, man. Thanks yeah. for having us. Okay. Yeah, so I was just uh, checking you guys out, looking at um, some of your videos and listening to some of your music. I was wondering, um, do you guys have an album in the works? Yeah, we do. We're yeah, we're, <laughs> we we have an EP that's uh, that we're uh, that we're getting ready to release. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we we, yeah. we spent the, we spent the summer recording it, um, and now we're just getting all the artwork and and everything like that ready for it. So we're super excited to, to get it out there. But feel feel like you know we've been we've been sitting on the album for 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 a while now. So yeah, we have to get some new music, new music out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're also writing new songs, and like we have new material that's not recorded that we're preparing to, you know, build for a full album eventually. Oh, what's up, Ed? Yeah, Ed's here too. <laughs> yeah, why well, don't we have you guys just so everyone uh, who's listening can identify you guys? Have you say your name um, so everyone can hear the differences? You know, whose voice is whose? Absolutely. Uh, I'm Brian Barber, and I'm the singer, vocalist. Uh, this is Russell Ramo, the guitar player. My name is Eduardo, and I'm the percussionist. All right, good. That will be helpful. <laughs> so, uh, dragon voices <laughs> with three voices. Uh, you know, when you're listening on radio, it can get kind of confusing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so, you'll um, definitely be able to identify Eduardo. So. Yeah, you'll you'll know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys all known each other? Uh, for a while now, I mean, I'm I'm on Russell since high school, um, and uh, the the rest of the guys we've been we, we we've been together for you know two and a half years now, um, so it's it's a pretty pretty strong bond between us. Yeah, it sounds like it is. That's why I was asking. I mean, you guys um, spend a ton of time together. It sounds like a whole lot of time in a in a van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <right. Wow. laughs> Well, yeah. some people oh, treat yeah. their band like their job, and they just show up and do it and go home. But you know what I mean? Like, it just depends. But uh, it sounds like you guys are, like, in it to win it. You guys are like a family. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly what, what, what we we felt from, from the beginning, you know. And you, you kind of have to be tight dick because we're, I mean, we're we're five-piece, so it, it makes kind of everything easy voting-wise. And there's always odd men out. Uh, but we spend uh-huh. a lot of time together because we're not, we don't have a big, a big tour bus or like that. We, we're, uh, we're slacked in a van with two rows of seats and, and, and yeah. hot Phoenix and you know, stuff like that. So you, you kind of have to have someone that you can hang out with and, and, uh, and talk to. Otherwise, what's, what's the point, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Do any of you guys live together? Uh, yeah. No, that's too far. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. What's uh, that? Me and, me and the bass player live. I said, me and the bass player live like two two blocks away from each other, so we're not we're not too far. All right. Um, yeah. So but where did no the name? Oh, go. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying I was just saying no one, no one lives together. 
Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was curious about your name, the routine. I um, it's just sort of an interesting name because you know, even in your bio, it says uh, you know the routine is anything but routine. So I was wondering where the name <laughs> came from. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, really funny. I thought that yeah, was a funny yeah. line, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of almost a little bit ironic, but so it's funny where the name originally came from. We were looking through the lyrics for Beastie Boys, uh, Air Galactic, and there's this, mm-hmm. we were trying to figure out a name for the band, and there's this line that says, you're jealous of the rhyme and the rhyme routine, and we thought, like, oh, maybe the rhyme routine, like, that's a cool name for the band, but we're not really a hip-hop group, so it doesn't really make sense. So then we just thought the routine, and because it's got, a, you know, kind of that showbiz reference, like, you go up on stage and do your routine, and Brian having a theater background, we thought it was kind of like, you know, Kind of fit. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't like it at all. By the way, at the beginning, <laughs> I don't like this. Sounds like nonsense. But then you had to get talked into it. Shows, no, I wasn't into it at all, man. I was like, sounded weak to me. But then when we played together, it that that's when the irony came, and I was like, oh, okay, I like this. I'm with it. And now <laughs> I stand behind it 100. percent Yeah. So it sounds like you guys, everything's run like um, everyone gets a vote. That's what you were saying before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. totally. And is there a lot of lobbying? Are you guys trying to convince each other? Because I remember when uh, I was in, like, this DJ group and we were trying to come up with a name or even make any decision. It just kind of would – oh, sometimes it just turns into, like, a whole, like, court case where everyone's, like, pleading their side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we get that sometimes. But, uh, but I feel like it's – we we all have pretty pretty strong points. So if if someone has if someone feels really strongly about something, we're not gonna you know shut them down. You know, um, that's, that's that's really important. Yeah, yeah. There there are definitely times where like we uh, it's like even if one person's the only person with an opinion on you know with like a difference of opinion, and that person really feels strongly about it, we'll still like it's like everyone kind of has. An ability to like veto anything, just be like, "Hey guys, I'm still really not feeling it," you know. But mm-hmm. we're usually on the same page. Yeah, I think that what matters is like, since we all really want what's best for the band, we all are always willing to work with each other like fully, you know. And if, it, if it's for the best, it shows up, you know. If it's not, it's. You know. I agree. I agree. Right. So I, I was thinking, like, is it tough to be in a band these days? I feel like um, before everyone was being a DJ, there only was bands, so that was, like, the cool thing to do. But now sometimes I see guys in bands, and it seems like it's so much work, especially coming from uh, – I, I came up as a DJ. I've never really been in a band. You know, I can play instruments, but, but I never really, like, did the whole thing where you're, like, loading your equipment up and drive. I mean, I've driven around a lot in band, but, you know – there's a whole thing with band where you're like, where there's like five people and splitting the money and hotel rooms and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it seems like it would be pretty hard. That's just the best part, man. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. It really, it really, to me, it is. It's like half the music and half the experience of listening to this guy is just all day. I mean, it's, maybe it's because of us and how we are as people, but it's just so much fun. It's really. Yeah. I mean, I would say 10% work. And the rest, <laughs> 10%, that's, that's not bad. The way, that, the way that we are, we're pretty, like, 
it's like we we can be in the worst situation. Mean, we can be driving through the middle of Nevada with no AC, and it's a hundred and you know 110 degrees out, and we're still in the van laughing and having a good time, and you know. So it's kind of we. I think we kind of carry. I think it, we we're all pretty humorous. I think that carries us through a lot. Because if we're even if we're at a rough gig or having a rough night, we can all joke about it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you, you talk about you talk about it being work, you know, setting up all the gear and stuff like that. But that's 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 part of the ritual, you know. Like, yeah, you know, we 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 set it, we set up our we set up our stage, we set up our our you know our sanctuaries, our little sanctuaries, and then we go up there and play and play in front of people and play, you know, our our music that comes from our soul. So it's like not there's no there's no work about it, you know. <laughs> so right. It's just when when we're, when we're up there, we're we're flying, man. We're flying. So it's good. You never look at a DJ walking around with a USB key in his pocket, and you're like, "Fuck you." <laughs> mm, I'm not gonna lie; it's come out of my mouth a couple times, but <laughs> like I respect for y'all. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you motherfuckers sure. with your with your laptop playing Tetris up there or something? I don't know. <laughs> Do you guys have any no. laptops on stage? I watched a couple shows; I didn't see any. It looks like you're just like no, 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 no. We none of us actually own computers. <laughs> Any electronics that are on stage will probably get like beer spilled on it and or stopped on. Like it's just like (laughs) there's no room for fragile things on stage. Yeah. You guys all just share one email address or something? No. Yeah. Yeah. We have. Yeah. We have a band email. We have. We have computers, smartphones, but we're not like. uh, Yeah. We know. Like the music is just all. We're analog. We're. We're completely analog. You're analog, and you're proud of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice. That's a good T-shirt idea right there. I'm analog analog and proud of it. Yeah, feel free to use that. Use that. That could be the new routine T-shirt. There we go. (laughs) This is already proven more than... (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, you guys seem like you get along super well. I I was just um, looking up this writing. uh, It's sort of like a screenwriting thing. And there's something about the five-man band. I don't know if you guys know about this. It's sort of like a, um, if you think of, um, like, movies where where there's, like, five lead people, you know, there's, like, the leader and then the lancer, who's, like, the fighter guy, and then there's the smart guy, the big guy, and the chick. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to establish those characters within our band? Yeah, it's, it's like, they do it in cartoons a lot, you know, you'll see that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Well, we yeah, gotta, we gotta have a. It's been dynamic because you know it's all. Yeah, it's all different. We're all different right, from different cultures and stuff like that, and you know we're all different shades and sizes and stuff like that. You know, it's it's not that often you see a three hundred pound you know front man, uh, you know black front man in a rock band. So it's, you know we got the Venezuelan suede rhythms in the back. So like we do have a cool dynamic on stage. Um. And just in life in general, so we're we're weird super people <laughs> to look at. Yeah, yeah. We, when we stop off at yeah, when we come out of the van at gas stations, people are like, "What the hell is happening?" Right now? <laughs> That's what I mean. You guys look like you're a superhero group already. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're look like you could. You should guys have a cartoon that goes along with the band. You know, I mean, it's like um, a, dude, we totally should, man. Bring that stuff yeah. back. Saturday morning yeah. cartoon stuff. <laughs> Any any cartoonists out there, hit us up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that with you guys getting out of the van at the gas station. That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, especially when you're in no, nowhere, Nowheresville, California. Oh, I know. You know. 
our, our running joke is, is yeah, our running joke is just try to blend in. It's like, yeah. No matter where we go, it's like we're gonna blend in. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's awesome. So is it? Uh, so I mean, how do you guys make any money? Just to be blunt, I mean, with five guys and you're playing small shows and everything, or is it just like do you guys all have jobs that you're also supporting the band? You know, supporting yourself yeah. with. I mean, yeah, we make you know we make most. I mean, the most of the income for the band is is through gigs. I mean, that's all you know online. I mean, online you know streaming. You make pennies, pennies. Oh yeah, every couple of weeks. But uh, so most of the money is uh, is from the gigs, and we actually get you know some good paying gigs, and you know we have a, a great manager Jamie who you know keeps us working. I mean we have three gigs this weekend, and so the money comes in. We all kind of work. So you guys play a lot time. then. If you have three gigs this weekend, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we 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 do play. We play a lot more than than a lot of bands, and that's it's, that's yeah. something that's kind of like you know you're not, you're not quite quite sure because when they when you when you read the books, it's always like well. You only want to play, you know, once every three months and stuff like that. And, you know, where we're at, we just want to play. So, and we're going to play something new every time. So why not play every weekend if we can? Yeah. yeah. We don't we don't like to turn down gigs. Yeah. <laughs> but we de- it definitely doesn't fully support us, but we all make the effort to be supported so we can invest in the band and do it as much as we can. Like, to me, yeah. everything else that I do is so that I can do the band. And I think that's how we all go about it. You know, when money starts coming in, it feels great, and it, it does help. But it's 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 the bigger picture, you know. Like you said at the beginning, we're in it to win it. So it's the least money that we can need from the band, the better, ultimately. Yeah. At the beginning. And, you know, so. Agreed. Yeah. Investment. That's a part of the ritual, too, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Taking that money and putting it back in the band, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just in living that lifestyle, you know, that that level of dedication. That's how, when I was um, just coming up and learning how to write music and things, you know, I took any job possible just to, like you said, just to keep being able to do the music thing. Yeah, yeah. You just do what it takes. You, it's just, it's like whatever. I'm, I'm doing music, and everything else I do just serves me doing music. Yeah, yeah. Really. it's. it's yeah, there we are, don't. Sorry, go ahead, Ed. Yeah, the art doesn't really pay until you really pay. So it's like until then, it's just kind of focus on the creation always, and then continue to just focus on the creation. You know, the business has been really good for us. We do have management, and that helps a lot, like a lot, so we can, you know, still kind of focus on the music and and remain fresh. And I think that's also what. We're not stressed out. If we were trying to live off the band, we would probably would have lost our minds already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what uh, what's you guys' process for writing music? Like, how does uh, how does it come together? You all you all just get together and jam and, and record it, or do do some people come to the band with songs? How does that work? Uh, it's a pretty jammy, jammy process you know some people well you know russ russ will come on come on with a lick or nitty will come in with a lick um or even you know I mean, it, it all depends on who's coming in you know sometimes ed comes in with some ideas in his head and he throws it he throws it at the band but uh but we, we get together we jam it and uh i make some lyrics up over it if we like it then we stick with it and we'll we'll 
finish it up and, and clean it up and just put some breaks in it and everything like that. If we don't, we just move on to the next song, you know, jam jam another song and see how it feels. Yeah. Nice. I was, how often? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just jams. We just jam, and when it feels like the groove is solid, we keep it, and then we work more on it. And Yeah, Brian usually either will have it on the spot or will we come with it later if we did like it. Yeah. It's pretty organic. Okay. Yeah. It's very collaborative, which I like. Yeah, absolutely. Fully go out there, pretty much. Rarely is it just like one guy has everything. I don't think that's ever, you know, us- it's usually all of us are going to have a little bit of, of, we all have our, our take in everything, you know. Yeah. That's cool. That's really good. So, um, you guys, your sound is, is pretty unique. Like, um, like we, we were just saying, you know, like, uh, yeah, a big black guy fronting a rock band, but then you're singing kind of like soul style too. You're not singing like a rock. I mean, you can sing like a yeah, rock, yeah, yeah, but Absolutely. you're not really going for that entirely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's you know that's that's kind of uh the 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 the, the eclectic of our music represent you know our our own personal music choices. Like we we all we all like very different. Music like Fela Kuti and the Beatles and Led Zeppelin, like all these, you know, very different, different bands uh, who, who normally people don't don't put together. We all like we all like our own. So getting together is like, oh shit, you like that too? Like, okay, well, our so our sound kind of came out of that. It's just stuff that we like to hear. You know, we like to hear that that African rhythm, or we like to hear that sweet sweet bass line that Nitty does. You know, um, so that that's what kind of they, it, that's what kind of it comes from, you know. Nitty's a great R&B bass player and Russ, the rhythm guitar player, and you know it's all these different genres that are coming together in in one, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's not like a real genre name for it. It's just sort of your. It's just the sound, the routine sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah the blessing and the curse. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, it's true. It's like we. It's sometimes you know we hit up rock festivals and they're like well you guys aren't exactly a rock band and then it's like we'll hit up funk festivals and you guys will be like well you guys aren't exactly a funk band and it's like <laughs> well we we know but we kind of go across all the things we'll take any gig you know <laughs> yeah we could we could play a funk festival and we could play a rock festival you know just we'll we'll mess up our we'll change up our set you know but but uh it's not it's not we don't stick to one genre of music we just do our thing <laughs> Right, so no matter where you guys are playing, you guys just do your thing. I mean, it seems like your music just uh, it's easy to translate to an audience, no matter whether it's a funk audience or a rock audience. I mean, what's the difference? It's just a bunch of people who want to have a good time, right? Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, and that's I think that's the most important part about about our music is like we're we're playing it for for people. So if we if we get a room full of two people compared to a room full of a thousand people, we're gonna play it the same because we. Uh, we I mean, we we feed off that, man. We we want to we want to play for we want to play for people. And, and also, the beauty is that all sorts of people love it too, because it's really so such a unique thing that I remember one show we're playing, uh, and in front of me there is like a group of like super cute girls, like super young, just like loving it and just like dancing and going and like. Ten feet to the left of them, 
It's like this group of like hard rockers all dressed in black with chains just <laughs> out a hundred percent. And I'm just like, Yeah, that's exactly what I want. So Yeah, you kinda of break break it down those boundaries, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a great story. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I was wondering what it was like to play when you guys played at the Pro Bowl party in uh, downtown um, Phoenix. It was, was, that, was a, that was cool. It was a it was cool, cool gig. We were just in Arizona, and our manager called stuff because his stage was out there. He says, hey, guys, like, there's an open slot. Can you guys make it down? I think it was, like, the day, the night before. Like, Can you guys make it down to Phoenix tomorrow? and play this fest, and we, you know, we just were like, yeah, man, let's do it, and um, it was super cool, like, you know, it was, I think it was kind of a new concept to that, you know, there, uh, like, I hadn't really, I mean, I, I wasn't too familiar with what was going on, but uh, that yeah, was, was a pretty Mexican radio station day, right? Yeah, so the funny thing was is that we were right across the street from, like, a, a like, radio tower, and the bass player was getting a Mexican radio channel coming through his face. So every and you could only hear it when he wasn't playing. So we we'd finish a song and then through the entire speakers to the crowd would come boom bump boom bump player So it was yeah, that was pretty but it was a good game. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the memorable ones. Well also I like the you know when it just comes up randomly like that, you're like, Yeah sure, let's go do it. A lot of times those ones yeah. turn out to be really fun, you know? Yeah. Hello. So who do you guys see yourselves touring with? Like, if you could tour with any band, who would it be? I was trying to match you up in my mind, but I, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. I want to know what you guys thought. Uh, my biggest first number one, like, I really want to tour with Fishbone. Like, Fishbone's been my hero since, you know, I can ever Fishbone. remember. One of my favorite. <laughs> they one of my favorite live bands ever. And like I feel like we would mesh so well on the road. We only got we got an opportunity to open for them like way back in the day, not as a routine, but like, uh, but it was one of the funnest shows of my life. And like I would love to to tour around with those guys. Um, it's a tough one. I don't know. D'Angelo. D'Angelo, fuck yeah! <laughs> That's a good call, actually. Yeah. Somebody either please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, D'Angelo, yeah, D'Angelo's interesting because he's, he's kind of going, he kind of wants to do a little more, like, R&B, like, rock style, stuff like that. You know, he's talking about getting more into guitar and stuff like that. So he's trying to do more fusion music, too. So, I mean, that would be, that'd be an awesome art, man. D'Angelo's one of the best artists around right now, so. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. What about, yeah, like, those... Dumpster Funk or something like that? Who? Dumpster 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 Funk? Right. Dumpster Funk. The Neville Brothers? Maybe you've yeah. been with. You definitely fit with those guys. Yeah. Have you been Who's down fine? in New Orleans to play at all? Okay. Mm, no, we haven't. But that's yeah. where my family's from. My family's from New Orleans, so we got I got roots down there. We're waiting to get down there. Yeah, yeah I can see you guys fitting in super well there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good that's like totally our feel like where our music is. I think people, yeah, I think people would understand it a lot better over there, for sure. It pretty much seems like most places outside of San Diego, even, I mean, San Diego is still good for us, but wherever we go, it's like the reception is 
huge, you know. It's so much more welcoming. The Bay Area, it's it's been so nice. Oh, they love, yeah, they love us in the Bay, man. That's always fun yeah. up there. And so many other places are just like, I don't know, they get it. People, we're also like a, I feel we will just do really good in festivals, just like in a festival circuit, because people who like music and like dance really like our music, you know. And that's somewhere that it's a market for us that that will be very good. Nice. Do you think it's hard to make it in your hometown because, like, kind of everyone knows you? It's one of those things, like, they don't celebrate you till you make a big somewhere else? Yeah. San Diego is kind of one of those one of those places. You have to, you have to leave it, otherwise no one will respect you. <laughs> like it's just it's just a matter of fact, you know. You have to yeah. you have to get out of there. And then once once we come back, then I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you were good. We remember that. But uh, I think you have to I think you have to leave it before it before it actually recognizes you. Yeah, yeah it seems and it seems like we have a, you know the hardest thing in San Diego is just getting like we have a lot of people coming to our shows, but we don't get a lot of coverage from like local media you know not i mean not yet at least so that's kind of an interesting interesting thing although we are nominated for best rock band in san diego which i guess is cool (laughs) yeah absolutely that's pretty good when do you find out about that october 5th is the san diego music awards so we'll be there and uh i mean carl denson's performing peter sprague's getting a, a lifetime achievement award and the word There's another band you guys could tour with, Carl Denson. That would be a great matchup. Yeah, Denson, yeah, yeah. We played with Carl Denson up in up in uh, San Francisco. We opened up. Oh no, him. that was uh, that was Robert Walters. Yeah, the key oh, that's right. Orchard. That's right, Robert Walters. You're right. Yeah, my bad. Which Robert was also very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, what do you have coming up? What shows do uh, you have coming up this weekend? Uh, we're playing the Adam Savage's Street Fair this weekend, um, and the Rabbit Hole. So we're we're on Adams Avenue all weekend, all weekend long, in San Diego. In, in San Diego. Diego. Yeah. Uh, so you just like are playing shows on literally on the same street? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're playing at this like we're playing uh, Adams Avenue Street Fair is a pretty big music festival and just like arts and everything festival in San Diego. Oh, uh, okay. It's like a festival. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big. I mean, it's like there's like four stages, and all the venues have bands, and and then yeah, right after that, we're playing like three blocks days. away at a bar doing the after party. You know, so it's kind of yeah. Yeah, there's always got to be an after party, right? Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> we're opening for the Wailing Soul, which is like a legendary. Yeah, that's the uh, drummer from the uh, drummer from the Straight Cats. That's his his new newer project, and uh, we're waiting for him. Soul? Yeah, yeah, the Wailing Soul. That's who that's who it is. The drummer from the Straight Cats. Cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it should be cool, man. I miss the Straight Cats. I need to pull that album back out. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> that's a great. You know? I love them too, man. Yeah, they're. I mean, Brian Setzer's like for especially for you know come being a guitar player. I mean, he's the man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Cool. So, um, the album you don't have a date for the album yet, huh? You just you still writing songs? No, no, the album is complete. The date we don't have a tentative date yet. We're just waiting to get the artwork back. And oh, okay. Once we get the artwork. Once we get the artwork back, we're going to set a date, but it could be any time in the next uh, in the next two or three months it's looking like. 
And it's called Black Tropics, is that right? Yes, yes sir. it is. Nice. Cool. What's the cover gonna look like? What do you what do you guys have planned? Uh Beautiful <laughs> Woman on the Beach. <laughs> the beautiful woman on the beach. <laughs> A beautiful black uh, woman on the beach. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So Did that's you guys that's scout what models for the photo shoot and everything? You go down to Jamaica <laughs> to shoot it? I wish we would have gone to Jamaica, so we know yeah, we, we, we we live in San Diego, man. We got some of the best beaches in the world, so <laughs> yeah, we threw it down yeah. there. <laughs> it, it's beautiful. It looks like the whole jo- the whole vibe is kind of very, you know, kind of like otherworldly. You know, the photographer who we got to do it, his name is Lance Emerson, and he just kind of came up in the San Diego photography scene uh-huh. over the last few years, and he's just very like surreal really like you know saturated colors without it looking ridiculous it looks still natural and so it's just a very cool it's got a cool vibe to it for sure cool cool looking forward to seeing it yeah definitely nice and so and people can find you on i assume on facebook i thought you had a soundcloud page um yeah, theroutineband.com has links to all of our social okay. media. That's what we need, theroutineband.com, and that's where you're going to announce the new album and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a lot on, on Instagram and Facebook, although we, we like Instagram more, but, you know, Facebook is obviously a little bit easier to communicate, you know. Yeah, I I, I mean, I actually, I totally prefer Instagram myself as it's well. So, yeah, it's so simple, yeah. Yeah, and I like that it's image-based because it's like you kind of just take it all in at once instead of, like, scanning and reading, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Cool, guys. Well, um, it's great talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no doubt. Have a good time at the uh, festival this weekend, and good luck with the album. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, thanks for having us. No doubt, guys. Take care. All right, don't go anywhere. We've got three songs off The Routine's new album, Black Tropics, we're going to play for you right now. A special live and direct exclusive just for you. My jungle is hard and it's warm And I'm boiling under Fit a shack to the soles of my feet From the vines above me Could we crack this overnight? I'm overfed, I'm overrun And I'm torn, yeah And we're packed in here so tight We're just dying to be born Start to feel it Crossing hand over hand over walls that we've reforged Never looking upward to the shadows that hold up defeat with their pride and color Did they burn or wash away the image that I made? 
only sounding in himself And you will find yourself in sense of time Quicksand in your wishing well Now you know it's wrong And in a matter of song I got you smiling like you were a kid And I don't know you well But I can already tell I would love you better than it
All right, that's it for live and direct this week. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We got more interviews coming next week. Stay tuned. <laughs>